Welcome to the second episode of the Geekgasm Thread podcast. This week, Seb and I chat about the Borderlands 3 announcement and the Anthem car crash that just keeps giving. I talk about the excellent Barbara's Yee on Switch, and Seb and I get excited about Endgame. Seb chats about Arrow, and I give my view on the controversial final episode of the OA. Okay, let's get into it. Hello, Seb. Hey, Gray. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad at all. Cheers. Not too bad at all. Excellent. Um, so this is our uh, it's episode two of Geekgasm Thread. And, yeah, the sequel. Uh, the sequel. Yeah, uh, I think we, we might run out of words to describe it that way, hopefully. <laughs> if we get <laughs> yeah. to like 50-ish, <laughs> I'm not sure I what we'll call it. Um, we could use the make a gun uh, 33 and a third and uh, you know go that way as well, which would be... That's, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. Good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Let's kick off with this week's gaming news. Uh, so, big announcement this week. Borderlands 3 is coming third in the series. I think it's the fourth game overall. Uh, I think there was a prequel to the first two. Did you ever play any of the Borderlands games, Seb? I haven't, no. No, I haven't played any of the Borderlands games. Um, but, you know, certainly it's piqued my interest because it's made by 2K, isn't it? It is, um, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, certainly I've played some of their games prior. Um, and it's coming out, what, is it September? September yeah, yeah, the later, 13th, later this year. Yeah, uh, for Xbox One, for PS4, and, and for P- PC as well. So, yeah. So I know that there's quite uh, one of the things that I, made me laugh when I heard about this release was the amount of editions. Uh, so this is a deluxe edition pack. Yeah. Where you have things that you, which you'd expect, like your cosmetic packs. So I think there's three of those where you get different weapon skins and weapon trinkets and toy box weapon packs and XP and loot drop boost mods. Uh, and also cool. pre-order bonus where you get different yeah. skins and trinkets and so on. But then, see, that's usually around about 10, 20 quid more than what you'd expect to pay for the for the standard edition. But then there's not just that. There's a super deluxe edition Okay. that has... Four campaign DLC packs featuring new stories, missions, right. and challenges. Okay. Uh, and a couple more different weapon skins and trinkets and a grenade mod, apparently. But right. also a steel bookcase. Okay. Steel bookcase. So, yeah. you know, again. But for the real big Borderland free fans, they can <laughs> actually go for a Diamond Loot Chest Collector's Edition. Okay. And that includes... Um, so a diamond loot chest chest replica. Right. So that has a functional retractable lid. So a, a working a, lid. You can actually kind of store things in it, like your real so world loot, apparently. It's a um, box. Okay. It's a box, essentially, yeah. Yeah, it's a box. But, you know, certainly some people like boxes. They do. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to name names. Um, Borderland free character figurines, and you get 10 of those. Okay. So put them on your shelf or put them wherever you want to go and there's all different um, characters from the uh, Borderlands universe so if you're you're really into your dolls that's that's the one to go for I don't know if you can fit them in the box okay Uh, I've not been I've not been told that Um, there's a sanctuary free snap model so like the sanctuary free is like the model ship and you can display it on its okay uh, that's quite cool on its stand I quite like that Um, there's keychains so you get um, some different keychains um got a galaxy map um right. and you've also got some uh, lithographs as well plus i'm guessing you have all of the different things that you got on the previous edition okay. as well so is that is that going to tempt you sir you're going to go for the diamond encrusted edition of borderlands 3 no but i did for fallout 76 i did buy the um what you could get for for that is the helmet 
of uh, above oh did you okay cool so I actually got that yeah and we've actually got it on place on a mannequin and the mannequin is also for Fallout uh, 76 for Fallout 76 yeah you played the, you played it March 7th yeah I have played it yeah 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 it's absolutely rubbish but um, <laughs> away from that yeah well, that is, okay it's it's good and the fact that you can play with other people uh, online on it is, is fantastic because okay. me and my wife both love that game we love Fallout yeah Fallout is cool Fallout is cool so yes yeah, so I was really really pleased with that but the, the just the storyline is horrendous yeah. and you can only play with other people uh, so there's no um, no, there's no characters single in player it. no single player game yeah. there's no single player game and that's not a problem but there's no other uh, even like any of the characters within the actual game are all people so you don't have any the great thing about Fallout and Skyrim and stuff like that is getting into these quests and you know talking with the different characters that they've created there's none of that yeah they're all people and it just doesn't work and it's not it's not Fallout and we, we but, can talk um, about another car we'll talk about another car crash online game um, okay. in a bit uh, so, so, there's, so there's basically there's loads of ways you can spend your money on Borderlands 3 there's yeah and that's going to cost you 250 pounds if you want to want to get want to get all of that in, yeah or the uh, the diamond encrusted wow. uh, loot chest the other thing with um, with Borderlands this week has been that they've announced that they are going to be an exclusive on uh, on a new uh, ish gaming service so um, okay. it's going to be an epic games exclusive on um, on PC and uh, and not on Steam, so uh, so obviously Steam is kind of dominates the PC gaming market, and they haven't had a huge amount of competition. So all the Steam users uh, are not particularly impressed with that with that news. So uh, they've been review bombing all of the old Borderlands games. So I think they've had something like five thousand reviews over the last couple of days since that announcement over last week sending the review scores plummeting on the two original borderlands games so yeah uh so so kind of well done well done the internet um classic classic yeah. overreaction from people uh there's no fury like a gamer scorned eh? no very true yeah don't yeah. don't cross a geek i think is the don't cross the geeks no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so that so there's been that story which i just thought was kind of funny you know you know all kudos for them for supporting um a, a new project i think that was kind of cool and obviously the games you know for console users it, it doesn't matter it's going to come out on xbox one and and ps4 yeah. anyway um and then the other the other big story this week that's, that's done the rounds has been about Anthem, and you know you mentioned Fallout seventy six earlier, and Anthem has been yeah. another another example of an online only game that has just been a massive failure. Uh, right. So kind of a bit of a Destiny clone, but third person, uh, not as good, not as polished. So uh, the the people that had been excited about the game coming out have pretty much turned off from it. And this right. week. Uh, Jason Schreier, who's uh, uh, one of the journalists at the Kotaku gaming website, launched a piece that he'd written about what it had been like working on the title and, and what a car crash that whole process had been. So right. it's made by, made by, made by Bioware, uh, kind of renowned for making uh, really great RPGs, but... Uh, not renowned at all for making shooters, although Mass Effect was a shooter, but it's not, you know, it's not the the big part of that game. And, and lots of, you know, you can basically do magic as well. And also, um, 
not really renowned at all for making anything that with any real online content although some of the mass effect games did have an online element i think the last dragon age did as well but it's not really been their 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 big thing so making a game that's you know a game as a service so perpetually online um was not something they were experts in at all and it just sounded like the whole process of making this game had been a car crash didn't have any leadership uh people were were left bemused about what kind of game they were actually trying to make went through a number of different iterations yeah one of the big selling points of this game was the kind of iron man style flying that you could do there were periods when that wasn't in the game and they only decided in the last kind of 18 months that that was that was going to be the way forward uh, and then they, they went through a, a big, uh, what they call crunch issue, where uh, the, to get the game out on time, people worked ridiculous hours. And I think probably most of the people that worked on the project knew that this game was not going to be a huge success. And it's come out, it doesn't really, you know, I, I, I played it yeah. the week that it came out, downloaded it on EA Access. And you could, you could, fe- you could see that this was there was a good game somewhere in there struggling to get out but it but it just couldn't it couldn't do it <laughs> that was the, it right. was it was kind of a bit of a bit of a sad experience um bits of it were beautiful but bits of it were really clunky and the menus were horrendous and so yeah so that's that's been the big story and then bioware reacted to the piece interestingly with a with a blog post which said something along the lines of we don't believe that this is a constructive way uh, of working with the games industry was kind of the take that they took. So rather than a, we acknowledge that there were problems and we're doing something about it, they just kind of tried to shut it down. Um, yeah. Internet exploded at that, went nuts. Uh, people were not happy at all. Jason Trier, the journalist, and I'll, I'll link to his piece in the in the show notes. Um, it's, it's a long one. It's about 6,000 words. But he um, he responded online to what they said and was just like, this is a joke. And then more recently, in the last couple of days, there's been a... So one of the uh, employees at Bioware uh, leaked a memo that had done the rounds saying basically kind of acknowledging that there was, there was a problem within Bioware and that it would be sorted out. Um, but lots of scepticism from ex-employees that, that anything will will change. And I guess it made me think about the process that uh, Red Dead had gone through. So there was a lot, lot of news after Red Dead came out about the crazy working conditions that people had, had had to put up with at Rockstar. And although not everybody that worked at Rockstar felt that way, plenty, yeah. of, plenty of people did. Um, so I think there's a bit of me that just thinks maybe we have to be a bit mindful when we're, when we're buying these games that actually some of the some of the practices that these companies use are, are just you know we wouldn't want to see them in our own workplaces um and, and it's interesting that it, that the industry has kind of created this environment where that almost feels like it's the norm that people have to work ridiculously hard and often in the case of something like anthem they end up producing something that just doesn't make money <laughs> Well, I think that's the issue, though, isn't it? There's so much money in gaming now. There's so much, um, you know, when you get a successful title, the amount of money that you can make out of that title is such, is so incredible. It's like, you know, more than the, the movie industry. Yeah, absolutely. Than, you know, kind of like um, you know, some a lot, a lot of the kind of professional sports industries. It's, you know, so it's, you know, from an intent, entertainment point of view, it's probably number one, isn't it, in terms of actually revenue created um 
Yeah, it is. To, it's the biggest. It's the biggest entertainment industry now. It is. Yeah, it's, re- it's, yeah, replaced, it's replaced. It's replaced movies. But, um, and you know, certainly, I think in that regards, everyone wants to get involved and everyone wants to get their games out as quickly as possible. Um, and so, you know, when it comes to actually getting those deadlines made by the companies, um, and with, with, when a game like this has happened, and yeah, you know, it being probably not their forte. As what you mentioned as well, you know, online gaming, it just seems to me like it's it's a car crash waiting to happen, really. But you've got those pressures from on top for the release date, and you've got those pressures uh, from from the middle management trying to you know pressurise the guys in in in, in pushing it out as, as quickly as possible and spending every uh, hour possible trying to yeah, I th- it's, a- it. it's not on, is it? It's just not right. Well, no, and and, and it you know, it's, there's I mean, there's more to the Bioware story, so. Yeah, yeah. Their their publishers are EA, so EA insist that pretty much everybody they work with uses the Frostbite game engine, and Frostbite is notoriously hard to work with, right. which also you know kind of delayed. You know, everything they tried to do would just take ages to 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 put in place. So I think yeah, the whole thing just sounded like a, an absolute an absolute car crash. But yeah, and it'll be interesting to see you know what Bioware do next really after after Anthem because. Um, we've got we've, we know we've got another Dragon Age coming. Yeah. So whether you know, it'd be refreshing to hear that um, you know, after that game's released, that there aren't there aren't guys that work for Bioware going anonymously to journalists and saying this was an a, a, an awful experience. Um, so yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, and the, the games industry is is going to have to start facing into some of that stuff soon. I think. Um, so uh, other, you know, just another little brief news story this week. So there's a new Switch controller coming, um, which is great if you've got a Switch and you like to use headphones because this one has got a headphone jack on it. Uh, so bizarrely, the the uh, the Pro controller for the Switch doesn't have uh, a headphone jack, which is just weird. I don't know, you know, really strange decision by an, but a classic Nintendo thing. I think they all, they often often have to do this where they re-release stuff with um, with the stuff people actually want. <laughs> most definitely most definitely cool okay let's um let's take a break and then we'll come back with uh what we've been playing this week uh we are back and uh seb i think it would be fair to say we both had very busy weeks in terms of talking about what we've been playing this week Yep, so I've been away for a couple of days, so I've really um, not had much time to do anything because I've been away in London. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so it's very brief for me in terms of not really played any games, unfortunately. Yeah, worth, uh, worth saying we we both played Apex last night and we streamed it. So our first stream yeah. is now live on our YouTube channel, which you can find uh, at the, the Geekgasm thread. Yeah, it's available to watch now. So you can go and have a look at that, at us not being particularly good at Apex. Um, if you want to laugh at two middle-aged men, trying to compete with teenagers go for it that's always good fun um <laughs> i've had i've had a a really busy week too so i've been away as well um and i was away the weekend but i did take my switch with me um and okay. i've been playing a game called baba is you so have you heard anything about this sir baba is you no nothing okay so, so give, me quick, uh, give me a quick couple of minutes of uh, low down what it is okay so baba is you is uh it's top down 2d puzzle game right and you play most of the time as Baba, who looks a bit like a kind of cross between a little cat or a little dog. And it's all very kind of basic pixel design, black screen with pixels, quite an old school looking. Um, okay. 
And the idea of it is that you have to get to a win point on each level. And uh, the level has uh, will have different objects you can interact with, maybe push around. But the key thing is that there are also words on the level that you can also move around. So usually at the start of the level, there will be three words that are together, which will say Baba is you. But occasionally it might say Baba is door or Baba is key. And you can and you can change it so you can move some of the words around um, in order to solve the puzzles. And it starts off relatively easy. It's fairly straightforward. But then it gets really complicated quite quickly um but it's incredibly clever so yeah so you moving the words around joining up making sentences out of these words in order to be able to interact with the objects in the levels uh to get to um to the win point so normally there'll be a flag um but it doesn't have to be that the flag is the win point it can be that you you may be able to get it so that maybe a wall is the win point you just have to touch a wall but it'll need you'll need to move the words around in order for that to happen um it's incredibly clever i'll i'll um i'll I'll either stream some or i'll um i'll record a bit of it um someone over the weekend and put some up on youtube because it's um it's really good fun uh fiendishly clever uh but but well worth i think it's only about 12 quid i think on um the nintendo eShop. so definitely worth people spending their money on um how long do the levels take so how long does it last until you find that win point usually i guess on average well i reckon you could be left staring at them for hours <laughs> wow. okay um because so there's it's not like you're moving so the level is static so you don't you don't move yep. through it. It's just a static level on the screen that you have to solve. Um, so, yeah, okay. if you can solve the puzzle really quickly, it might last 10 seconds. But you might be staring at it for hours. For hours, yeah. Because the amount Child, of... Because I'm really, really rubbish at that type of puzzle game. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, a lot of the solutions appear to be up on YouTube if you are into cheating. Um, so that's, Which that's really all. defeats the object. It does defeat all. the object, but, but always, always an option. Um, and so I haven't really played anything else apart, apart from Apex, but I have picked up a couple of games um, which I'll play over the weekend, which we can talk about in a bit more detail next week. So a game called Hob that came out in 2017, just come out on the Switch. Um, and then I've got Yoshi's Crafted World to start. Um, and I'll definitely record some of that this weekend and get it up onto either Twitch or onto, onto YouTube. Because um, that looks a lot of fun and it looks looks incredibly pretty. But I haven't haven't started it yet. So I'll chat about that uh, on next week's podcast. Fantastic. Cool. Let's take a break and then we'll come back with um, our off-topic stuff. Okay, so we're just going to talk about some of the other new stuff which has happened in the geek, geeky world. Um, so, Gray, we booked a, a couple of uh, tickets for, uh, for a little known film uh, coming up at the end of the month. Um, and we're, we're going to go and watch it at midnight as well, which is um, from two middle-aged men, probably a little bit scary. <laughs> um, hopefully, we'll certainly need um, a recovery day either uh, the day after or even the day before, probably, or both. I think I'm, um, work- I'm working yes. both, I think. But, yeah. yeah, so we are going to go watch uh, Avengers Endgame. And they've really ramped up the uh, um, some of the trailers, some of the content, some of the posters that are coming out now. Um, and I am getting ultra excited for this. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. I can't wait. 
it just uh, yeah it, it's looking more and more like um this is the end of this 10 year 22 film odyssey that they've created and um yeah i just worry for all of my favorite characters like cap like um like tony um i'm really worried for uh, for four as well you know you know that at least one if not more of those characters are going to probably perish and have you got any 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 ideas of who you think's going to be i think caps i think i think caps are definite you think it's Cap's Endgame, yeah? Yeah, I think Cap's definitely gone. I think I think Iron Man might die in physical form, but I think Tony might upload himself to a USB stick or something. <laughs> okay. And he'll be like the voice inside the next Iron Man suit. I okay. Think. I can see that a happening. Like a bit like Vision. Um, yeah. Now become an Avenger. It's going to go the other way for Tony. He's going to come from an Avenger to to the uh, to the to the voice in the suit. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about Thor. Thor, they could just stick on a planet somewhere, couldn't they? And just say he's starting the new Asgard. Um, that's yeah. That's a possibility. I don't know, but yeah, he might. It wouldn't he surprise might go too. It wouldn't surprise me if Chris Hemsworth comes back to that character in some form in the future. Um, yeah, I agree. Maybe not for a while, uh, and maybe even just for cameos. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that four will come back. But yeah, I think it is certainly you know Cap and and, and Tony are the two ones that are certainly looking like they may be the end of their uh, the end of their days. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? And I, there's like there's been so much like almost too much in terms of trailers over the last yeah. over the last week and a half or so. so did you see the ticket release trailer where it showed it showed, a bit, showed a bit too much content for me and i won't go into the content because there'll probably be people listening here that don't want to uh don't want, yeah don't i want did to see that i did watch it and i was like oh okay so it didn't i still think they're probably not showing us anything from the final half of the movie no, no, no. it's all first act stuff but you know certainly it was more than i wanted to see because there was some stuff there that i you know certainly just wanted to keep until the and i'm not going to go into it but yeah until the 24th so but yeah no really excited for that yeah i'm well excited for that there's uh, much going on as well of course sorry say again Apart from Avengers, there's been some other stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, there has. There has. Um, so we've had the Joker trailer come out this week. Yes, yes. So and, what did you think? Uh, it looks glorious. Now, I'm kind of on the boat here where um, I'm not sure that I want to know where the Joker comes from. Do you want... Yeah, yeah. Does he need an origin story yeah. argument? Yeah. Just one of those kind of absolutely crazy characters that you just... You don't want to know where he comes from because you don't want to have any empathy with him. He just wants to be absolutely mental. You just want, you know, you just want him to be uh, a bizarre course of nature, really, in some regards. So I'm a little bit anxious about this film, but it does look glorious. Yeah, and so just looks like he should. He was born to play the Joker. Yeah, I agree. So I, I had massive concerns that this is a completely unnecessary movie. There's that. There, there is that bit of it for me, um, yeah. and it'll be interesting to see whether they do anything kind of Batman related, whether Batman's in it. I um, don't think they will. I really don't think they will. I think they're going to keep this completely separate. Okay. I think it's going to be attached to the Matt Reeves movie at all. Okay. Um, which is when I don't know when that's due out. It keeps getting delayed, doesn't it? Delayed. It's, it's delayed. kind of becoming the the DC disconnected universe, isn't it? Like they <laughs> are. 
they are slowly kind of it's slowly feeling like their movies are almost pulling away from one another so i haven't i haven't seen shazam yet but i don't i think shazam kind of talks about other characters i'm not sure whether any of them are actually in it at any point okay Um, i do want to go do want to go and see shazam because it's had some good reviews uh so i but I, I thought the the Joker trailer. I thought it looked good. I thought it like he is jerking Felix Phoenix is is great. Um, it it looks like it's a riff on the Nolan version of the Joker or the Heath Ledger um, version. Yeah. Uh, Very Scorsese as well with his influence. You know, certainly um, he's because um, he's executive producing this film, isn't he? So um, it does look very uh, realistic. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in the 80s, I think, um, as well, um, which gives it a nice vibe. It's got um, a bit of a sort of taxi driver kind of yeah. feel to it, hasn't it? That's that was yeah. what it reminded me of while I was watching it. Like most yeah, definitely, yeah. Like the way the way it looked, the way the streets looked, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I I think I'll I'll definitely go and see it. Um, but I still worry about what DC are doing. <laughs> like this is <laughs> like it just feels like they're going to end up with this really confused mess which kind of it ironically kind of mirrors what ha- happens in the comics in terms of you know having these different multiverses um and it's something that marvel have kind of managed to avoid thus far because i think right. they've they've just they've had their actors in place and they've stuck with this you know and when they've had an actor change it's all kind of felt relatively seamless and not been a not been a massive issue um yeah and i think you know certainly they always had in mind how it was going to intertwine i think dc have just been trying to play it as as it goes really and just see what works and what doesn't work and uh, unfortunately for them not much did work um you know i think they probably saw Zack snyder's films and watchmen is one of my favorite superhero films i absolutely love that film but it, it just never it just never worked really because he was it, it just was so much doom and gloom within the films yeah the, the, t- uh, the tone was off tone was just completely yeah just didn't work really not for not not for the characters and you know certainly for superman as well they just never really got it right and it's a shame really because i did quite like um you know the actors and you know that, that were playing the characters like i think they got Gal Gadot is perfect as Wonder Woman. I think uh, Ezra Miller plays the Flash really well. I quite like his version of the Flash. Um, you know, and certainly they've announced a new Aquaman as well, an Aquaman two. I haven't seen Aquaman yet. Have you seen that? No, that is on my list. So I think that's that must be out soon. On, um, on it's out. Is it? Oh yeah. So um, yeah. So that's on my list to watch as well. But I just never felt that. I was ever going to go to the cinema to watch it. Um, and I've had conflicting reports. Some people say it's absolutely fun and fantastic and you just lose yourself in it. Some people have just said it is the, it's awful. It's really, really awful. It's as bad as Justice League. So it'd be interesting to see my take on that. Yeah. Uh, your take on that as well. And I get, uh, so this is yeah. what intrigues me is, you know, where does this Joker movie fit? And I don't think it's supposed to fit. That's, that's the thing with it. I don't think it is supposed to fit. I think it is its own entity. And I'm not sure if it's going to be something which has um, got a sequel. I don't know. Again, you know, this is just me, um, my thoughts on it. But, you know, certainly... I just think sure it gets it's... confusing for audiences, doesn't it? Yeah. So if you've got... So if you have a sequel to the Joker movie... So if you, let's say the Joker movie does really well, it's a massive success, so it, it merits a sequel. At yeah. some point, you've got to bring Batman into that universe. But if you've got another Batman operating in another series of movies somewhere else at the same time, 
and another Joker as well. So I don't know what happened. It was what's going to happen with Jared Leto. Um, oh yeah, of course. Of the of the Joker, and whether because they're doing this Birds of Prey film as well, aren't they? With um, yeah, uh, with, with um, um, you know the actress remind me of uh, Margot Robbie, who's yeah. going to be within. Uh, he's going to be playing Harley Quinn again um with uh, with other uh, female uh, leads within that film like the huntress and uh, others um so yes it's going to be it's, yeah it, it's going to be strange and it's going to be weird how they all fit it in but i guess that's just how they're going to have to market it they're going to have to market it as a as a one-off event i guess yeah uh, i guess just yeah. just seems like an odd way to to do things I'm not. I'm not convinced yeah. by that. But I thought the trailer looked great. So yeah, um, it I does. Was yeah, and uh, it. you know, talking about DC stuff, and um, you know, there's um, DC uh, TV expanded universe has had some quite big news recently with the uh, with, with them talking about Arrow. I don't know if you watch Arrow at all, Grace. So I don't watch Arrow, but I've heard good things. I know the DC stuff that's on TV has been probably way more successful than. the the movies in terms of the critical response yeah yeah you know certainly arrow had a had a really good uh start to its life it's had ups and downs over the last few series i've got to say i think season five was a really hot real high and then you know the last couple of seasons have been not as good and they've really struggled and it usually comp- usually what i find with arrow is the, the the better the series is how how good the bad guy is or how good the villain is for that series if you get a good villain then you're going to get a great series if you get kind of a mediocre one then it just doesn't work yeah and like the ones over the last couple of series and just haven't haven't really done it for me but yeah so season eight is going to be its last one okay um and that's only going to have 10 episodes and from what was discussed it was um the lead Stephen Amell's uh, it was his decision that he was going to um close it off but also um some news this week that his co-star who's been in it since season one so Emily Bet Ricketts who plays Felicity which is um Oliver Queen's love interest within the tv series she's announced as well that she's going to depart from the series at the end of this season so she's not actually going to be in the last season oh okay so that's a bit weird yeah so um so yeah so no more arrow so it'd be interesting because it was that was the first um superhero series uh in this uh, expanded universe from dc um and so now you've got the flash you've got legends of tomorrow you've got supergirl yeah i think you as well is coming out um so yeah so it'd be interesting to see how they survive um you know after arrow's demise but there we go awesome well like while, while i think of it um and I, I haven't watched any of this yet but it might be worth it's chatting about at some point but the new series of cloak and dagger is on amazon prime now i've not seen that okay yeah, yeah first season, that season two season two yeah so first season that was great really really enjoyed it so um yeah i'll um i'll talk about that when i've when i've watched a couple of episodes um but what i did finish this week uh was the oa season two on netflix Ooh, okay no spoilers please no spoilers so i'm not going to spoil it i'm not going to spoil it um, and we, we maybe once you've seen it, we do yeah. a, a a bit of a spoiler chat about it, where we can yeah, we okay. can warn people off that haven't watched it. But what I will say is that the last ten minutes of the final episode were probably ten of the finest minutes of television I've ever watched because yeah. I sat there with my jaw on the floor at what they were doing. It was absolutely yeah. amazing. I'm sure there are people that have watched it that have gone, "That's ridiculous." But in yeah. terms of the universe that they've created. 
I thought it was absolute genius. And I had to go back and watch it again, the last 10 minutes, just yeah. to make sure that what I thought had happened had happened. It was, okay. <laughs> and it has. It was, it was a bit contentious, wasn't it, from the, uh, the end of last season with the, um, with, the, with the shooting scene in the school. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And some people really liked that. Some people, again, weren't too sure. Is it similar to that? Or, um, again? No. No, okay. It's nothing okay. like that at all. So it's not contentious. In, and, you know, I think one of the reasons that that was so contentious was that they used the school shooting in quite a kind of flippant way yeah. um, and didn't really address, you know, the wider seriousness of that topic um, and used it as a as a plot device to move the story forward. Mm. I think they got quite a lot of criticism for that. There's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Okay. Um, okay. So it's not going to, it's not going to divide opinion in that way, it, but I think it'll, well, I know it's certainly divided opinion online about whether it's a great way for the series to go um, or not. Uh, I'm just hoping we don't have to wait two years for season three, because it's almost been two years between season one and two. Of, Do you think of the OA. season three? I think that has to be now. <laughs> I think that has to be. Don't say any more than that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you see that there's new images from the new Terminator film? Uh, so I saw a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger looking old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So D- Terminator Dark Fate, which uh, in- reintroduces Sarah Connor, um, Linda Hamilton playing Sarah Connor, I should say, because of course she had Amelia Clark of uh, Game of Thrones fan uh, fame that played her in the um, in Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And now she's um, she's been taken off it and now replaced with, uh, of course, Linda Hamilton, who was in uh, Terminator, the first original film, and Terminator 2. Yeah. Um, and she looks so badass, seriously. And so awesome. does Arnie, but, you know, certainly Sarah Connor, um, Linda Hamilton playing her again, just looks like she means business this time. And she's pretty badass in Terminator 2, wasn't it? Yeah, she's so, amazing uh, in Terminator 2. She's amazing. So, yeah, so I always remember the prison scene where she's just doing those uh, um, pull-ups. And, um, yeah, she just, yeah, she's absolutely crazy. So, um, yeah, so that Terminator Dark Fate, that's uh, coming out in November, I think. So, uh, yeah, awesome. so, so hopefully we'll see a trailer soon. Good stuff. So I think that's everything we've got for this week. Um so I will just say that we are now on iTunes, which we weren't when we recorded the first episode last Whoa. week. Yeah. Um, and we're also on Spotify. Uh, so you can download us on either of those two, uh, two providers. And our YouTube channel is now up and running, as I said. I'll get to, there is some content already on the Twitch channel that it, it was pre-existing content but from before Geekgasm launched. Uh, okay and uh and and obviously on twitter and instagram as well uh and facebook so what you're telling me gray is that we're available on all good listening devices we are we are available yeah so android now or um apple i think we've got it covered got it covered there you go you've got no excuses people no excuses and one other thing as well if you won't if you are listening to this and you don't mind please leave us a rating of five stars because we would be (laughs) very pleased for your feedback um write what you like but please do give us five stars because yeah that would be brilliant that'd be great thank you cool thanks very much we'll see you next week see you later